Gen Z, arguably the most versatile generation to date. Every single person has a different style and presentation. But the one thing that we all have in common is a brain. And with that brain comes a whole world of thought. Creative concepts, political ideas, worldly solutions, and the never-ending spiral of thoughts that come up at night. These thoughts are the precursor of mental illness, whether that's anxiety or depression or the thousands more that there are. Hi, I'm Brenna, and I will be addressing how mental health affects teenagers and young adults. Mental health is a topic very near and dear to me because your brain is the center of your being. If your brain isn't functioning, you're not functioning. You become a shell of yourself when you're sick. It's kind of like how your body shuts down whenever you get sick. Your brain does the exact same thing. And technology doesn't exactly help with all of that. With resources like TV shows or music or podcasts at your fingertips at all times, it doesn't let you evaluate what's really going on. This brings me to my next point. Is Gen Z really the first generation to grow up on technology? Even though the last few years of millennials grew up very similar to Gen Z, the average Gen Z kid doesn't remember a time without a Wii or a computer or even cable TV. Millennials remember when the first iPhone came out, 2007. I was three in 2007. My older brother and sister were eight. The youngest millennial was 10 or 11. That goes to show that millennials rem remember a time when it was just a TV and a computer that their parents might not have let them use. Millennials may have grown up around technology, but not to the extent of Gen Z. In fifth grade, I got Instagram. Some kids in my class had phones in third grade. Even though Gen Z grew up around technology a lot more than millennials did, both generations had big economic hits in their teenage years. Millennials had the 2008 recession, and Gen Z had the 2020 COVID-19 pandemic that really hit the economy. COVID-19 is a virus that I'm sure everyone is tired of hearing about. I know I am. Blah, blah, global pandemic, blah, blah, people dying, which really isn't good, but the amount of times that we heard about it is exhausting. I mean, really though, one million people, that's crazy. But Corona hasn't had an effect on just people's physical health. It's had a really big effect on people's mental health too. And a lot of people's mental illnesses increased or people gained illness if they didn't have it before. I know that I had a hard time not being able to see anyone outside my family. Although I did go through a big metamorphosis and I became a better person than I was, which is really the goal. But this really isn't about me. It's about the millions of people who struggled with the virus and whose livelihoods were affected. 2.2 million, in fact. 2.2 million people lost their jobs due to the COVID-19 pandemic in the US alone, and many people still haven't regained their job. The way that losing your livelihood can affect your mental health is detrimental. The suicide rate has heightened increasingly, and the suicide rate already on the rise before? This is a tragedy. COVID-19 has taken more lives than we realize. As I said before, mental health is a topic that I am very passionate about. If you're struggling with thoughts of suicide, 
please call 1-800-273-8255 if you're in the U.S. And once again, that is 800-273-8255. Anyone who has struggled with any mental health, from acute stress disorder to trichotillomania and beyond, knows how it can affect your everyday life. The thought of showering is either all-consuming or something you just can't get yourself to do. It's not just showering that becomes the world's most daunting task when someone is in a major depressive episode. Everything becomes impossible. Gen Z is facing what experts call a mental health crisis. Although this could be attributed to Gen Z reporting what's actually going on more often than the older generations. According to a 2018 survey by the American Psychological Association, 37% of Gen Z reported to have gotten mental health guidance from a professional. Millennials were not far behind with 35% seeking help, while only 26% of Gen Xers, Gen Z's parents, reported getting help. The APA also reports this, that Gen Z is much more in tune with their feelings, stating that Gen Z is more likely to report their mental health as fair or poor, with 27% saying this is the case. Only 15% of millennials and 13% of Gen Xers reported on fair or poor mental health in comparison. Now, that survey was from 2018. It's now 2020, and the world is still in a pandemic, political tensions are rising, and stress levels have heightened. As you would scroll down my For You page on TikTok, you would see just teenagers either being funny as a coping mechanism or asking for validation because they need some positivity in their life. I think that shows how the pandemic has not only affected Gen Z's mental health, but how they deal with their slumps as well. Before the pandemic, they could just talk to their therapist when they needed help, but with finances tightening, Due to lost jobs, in-person visiting restrictions, and many other complications, now the young people of the world are forced to ask for advice from random people on the internet, which, to older folks, can sound scary and frightening, but to your average Gen Zer, it's a comfort that only we know. Now, I will, I know, now, I know that people will say that Gen Z doesn't have to stress about mental health in the world around them because that's the adult's job. But the world that older people create is the one that Gen Z has to fix. We have to fix any race issues, global warming, LGBT plus rights, the adoption and foster care system, the prison system, women's rights, the police system, and the list goes on. So yes, Gen Z is highly involved in politics and activism because we don't want the job to be as hard as it would be if we weren't. And guess what? Stressing about those issues, school, what our peers think, our job, and any other day-to-day -day stressors all attribute to the ever-growing mental health crisis of young people. So to conclude, age doesn't matter when it comes to mental illness. It's just as likely for a teenager to have the exact same mental disorder as a 30 to 40 year old millennial. I hope this has brought some light to some heavy topics that you may or may not have thought about and can help bring perspective to your kids, students, 
or any other teenager that you may know. Kids get stressed too. Thank you for listening, and until next time, stay kind.